Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to a very special new segment episode for history's sake and for end of the year spectacular sake, because we love an end of the year spectacular. We do. We <laughs> love we love to go all out at the end of the year. And as we say at the end of every year, there was so much K-pop right. this year. Every, I mean, it is the general trend of K-pop that it grows exponentially every year. Um, So it makes sense that our end of the year wrap-ups would also grow exponentially. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So our thought this year was before we get to our classics, your B-side episodes, your AMAK awards, your countdowns, etc. We usually have to make a big old spreadsheet of all of the music and last year I remember you and you song were both like I don't even know what half of this was yeah and it's very overwhelming and also this year has been (laughs) overwhelming to say the least Mm -hmm. in many ways and time specifically is very difficult yes (laughs) it's difficult to tell what is the month what is the day so we decided to break it down. Um, we're going to just break this whole year down because time went wibbly wobbly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do quarterly reports yeah. for 2020. And wouldn't you know it, the year breaks up so nicely mm-hmm. into four pieces. So we're going to take three months at a time and just run down every single release that came out. Um, this is for history's sake. Yeah. We're going to save our opinions for the end of the year. Yeah. Spectacular. Many, we got time for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll do rundowns of our favorites later. But this is just putting it all out there on the board. What came out? And it will help remind us what came out for us to then pick favorites <laughs> for sure. later on. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, some other things included in this list, there are a few news items, like just again for history's sake, because I was thinking about the episode we did this year about the year 2000, that two-part episode, and think of it sort of like that. So we won't have to do this episode 20 years from now because we'll already have covered <laughs> we'll already 2020. Exist. So we've got releases and like a little bit of news just to contextualize and remember what happened. Um, and then also I think an important thing to do this is we want to spot and track the trends of mm-hmm. the year so that when we get to the end, I want to make big old super cuts and we can be like, wow, look at it all. Yeah. Um, so we'll also be noting some 2020 trends as we go mm-hmm. along. As we spot them. Yeah. Um, should I list the trends we're looking out for now? Um, I would say when I got started, we can see as the year goes on, but the trends that I was looking out for um, at start were onomatopoeia titles. Sure. So titles that are just sort of nonsense sounds. Sounds. There will be a lot. Whistles as a main component of the music. Um, What I am calling Cowboy Agenda, which has many parts, but is a Mm -hmm. thing. Also, a similar thing is just retro vibes with big quotations around it. Sure. Because there are facets to that. 
but it was a trend. And also TikTok challenge dances mm. or some things up top. That yeah, I was like specific for. choreo that when you watch the chorus, it looks like like they took TikTok into consideration when making the chorus. Is that what you mean? Or the choreo? And that then the song was on the group's TikTok. And while they were at the music shows, they got super juniors to unwillingly do it with them. Like, oh, sure, the sure, 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 sure. The TikTok of, of it the all year. this year. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So those are things that we're looking out for up top. But yeah, we're just going to go chronological. We're going to see what happened. And here we go. Yeah, let's all start. Right, right so up at the top. Right up at the top. The first the first thing of the year was news. On the 2nd of January, Super Junior Heechel and Momo of Twice confirmed their long rumored relationship. Mm-hmm. So that was our first big news item of the year. Um, and then the first release that I have was on the 6th. And 80s put out Action to Answer, and the single was called Answer. Um, yeah, Latin pop. Latin pop for sure. That song is, I feel, yeah, I know that, that song. <laughs> but it's, it wasn't sung in Korean the last time I heard it. Right. Um, this one has a choral like whoa in it. That's my fridge. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. Started making this fun sound. <laughs> I thought it was like a cookie toy, but I was like, she's sitting right here. She just happens every once in a while. She just, just likes to say hello. So You're funny. doing great, <laughs> Oh my god. Um, but this song has like a whoa, which is a trend I noticed as I was putting this together that I didn't Mm. know was there. So I don't know if it's worth marking. But we'll take note of it. But take note of it. Um, Yeah, the styling of this one had like an earth tone palette Mm -hmm. that I think we will see continue. Um, So maybe some hints of the cowboy agenda beginning. Yes, because there's a big scene at the end of the uh, MV where they're like at the end, like a long, elegant table. And they're all wearing wide brim black hats with Mm. turtlenecks and like a chain turtleneck and chain and a wide brim hat. This is the year of the hat. For sure. For sure. So that's 80s kicking the year off with answer. Um, Also on the 6th, X1 was officially disbanded. So final produce group ended in shame immediately for more information (laughs) check out our producing a scandal deep dive on all of the bullshit exactly um on the 7th sf9 put out first collection and the single was good guy Yes, concept for good guy is suits exclamation mark is what I wrote. Uh, yeah. yeah, many, many different very good suits. Also in Stage Luke's, um, the white shirt with the sex harness and the mm-hmm. suit pants also was happening. Yeah. That has been happening for more than just this year, but also a very obvious trend. Sure. I mean, maybe that will just never go away now, but... Yeah, maybe it's a longer... Like it's a, it'll be a generational trend more than like a yearly one. Um, also it's like, it's one of those 
God, I need to learn music terms and understand what that specific beat is that I call H&M music because (laughs) it's that very specific, like kind of like 90s club song beat. And I don't, I know it's got, I'm sure it has a very specific name Mm. and everyone's like, it's house. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, but it's one of those things. And this song is one of those songs. And I like those. I like when boys do those like dramatic H&M songs. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. Anyway. All right. Next. On the eighth girl group, Dream Note, we discussed them in a support girl groups episode of a previous year. Uh, they came out with Dream Wish, and the single is called Wish. Um, so this is like fun synth pop. It also has like old school girl groupy vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, also a start of a year of a yearly look. Uh, they are wearing that like pink Chanel suit, the little cropped yeah. chair uh, in Clueless. Yes. And these Chanel suits come up a lot this year and both for girl groups and for boy groups the girl groups are wearing that clueless share chanel suit right with the boots boots and the like mini skirt and the you know like jacket without the collar right but the boys are also wearing the jackets without the collars but they're wearing the like runway chanel versions that Mm -hmm. have like the thick fabric and the like pearls and shit on it right like how many NCT things have we seen with Chanel jackets? We will find out we'll find as out. we continue through these quarterly reports. <laughs> um, all right. So next, on the 13th, Zico put out a single called Any Song. Okay, so this is like contender song of the year, probably going to win it. This was a chart all kill. It debuted at number one on the gown and stayed there for five weeks, which beat Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style was the last thing that did that. Then there was like a break for two weeks because other stuff came out and then it came back for two more weeks. So it was the record holder for most of the year for longest number one at seven weeks. Um, he got 10 music show trophies and it will probably be like the song of the year because it sold so many copies. And this was the first and maybe biggest TikTok challenge mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah, this is definitely a song I heard first on TikTok. Yes, because he got Chunga and Hwasa to do it first, like the day that the song came out. And from there, it just like... <sighs> I feel like I saw like regular people doing it on my For You page before I ever realized that it was a Zico song mm-hmm. because it's it was truly everywhere. It was everywhere. But on this same day, big news happened. Big news. Chen announced that he was getting married and had a child on the way. Yeah. Bomb dropped. Big day. Something we also have covered. Yeah. In a previous episode. <laughs> Um, okay, so next on the 14th, Jung, who is a former or is a member of JYJ, former TVXQ, and I think 
the only mm. one who isn't completely disgraced yet, but banished from the SM timeline nonetheless. Nonetheless. Um, but he came out with his first release in four years, and it was called Singing Love. And the uh, single Tender Love spent two weeks at number one. Tender Love! <laughs> no? yeah them tvxqs are still very popular wow um yeah but he hadn't put out music in a super long time so i guess the fans were ready to put him back at number one um so that was the 14th on the 15th Taeyeon put out a repack of Purpose, and the single was called Dear Me. So this was the repack of the album that had Spark Mm -hmm. last year. Um, And that's what she usually does, follow if she does a dancey, follow it up with a ballad. Anyway, the trend to note here is in one of the music video scenes, she has the individual face swirlies of her hair, hair face Mm. swirly. That's a big trend of the year, specifically an SM trend. Mm -hmm. So Taeyeon, she started it off. Um, on the 17th, BTS announced that they were going to do Map of the Soul 7 and put out the pre-release single, Black Swan. Yes, when they put this out, it was with an art film, which we watched on episode 126. Go back. Um, then there was like nothing for a week. And on the 28th, Sexkeys came out. Original OG K-pop boy band came out with a single called All For You. This is for sure the number one pick of all the ladies in my office. <laughs> um, so this is definitely retro, but I want to like note that I think that it's very unique because I think the retro that we'll see later in the year is like taking retro like sounds and then like doing them 2020 style. But this is like classic 90s boy band music. Yes, and because they are are one of the first generation groups i feel like they're not doing a retro concept they're just making the same music they always did but like like better better. yeah um so yeah whereas like the other retro songs that we will see and like the retro trend i feel like is almost a not i don't want to say caricature because i feel like that has bad connotation but it's just like really it's super overt yes like hits you over the head with this retro like vibe Mm -hmm. of it um, and this was not that. It's not like a wink, wink, wet, retro vibe. It's just like we're from the 90s and like, we still make this music, but now we're good because yeah, we're adults. Because we're adults and we tried harder. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I love it. Okay. Um, on the Also on the 28th, Super Junior repacked Timeless and came out with a song called Ia Iao. 
Um, so this is just like an old school box music video mm. in a way that it's like kind of striking. Like, oh, yeah. but since it's Super Junior, you don't question it that much. But the the concept is vaguely hip hop, I guess. I guess. So yeah, no like trends to note or anything. It's just, it's, yeah. a, it's a It super was Super Junior. junior. <laughs> they came and they went. Um, also on the 28th, BTS performed with Lil Nas X at the Grammys. Yes. They did. Of historical note. Historical note. Uh, 29th, Golden Child uh, rebooted or repacked their album, Reboot. <laughs> <laughs> and the single was called Without You. Um, so, Cowboy Agenda. There are studded, earth-toned trench coats mm-hmm. and other cropped, like, leather coats in that music and video. And suede. A lot of suede in that. Beautiful. Otherwise, it suits. Mm-hmm. Specifically, they also wore red suits, which I think is a trend of the year as well. Oh, yeah. Um, they have the gorgeous red jackets in that music video. Yes. And I would perhaps, does this count as an ooh chorus? It has the without you. It's a pretty, that's like, I feel like that's the main hook of the chorus, right? That's true. The little ooh-oohs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Golden Child, without you. On the 30th, only one of released Unknown Art Pop 2.0. And the there single. Boys. And the single is called Dora Mar. <laughs> BD Creative did not have money for a music video for that one, but they went on lots of music shows. Yes, and there is a choreography video for it. Yes. So check it out. Shiny, sexy suit concept Mm -hmm. for that one. Yes, it's a very sexy song. Um, and that's January. Woo! All right, we're doing we it. We did it. Okay, February on the 2nd, G-Friend released Labyrinth with the single Crossroads. I was wondering when our girl groups were... That was a very boy-heavy month. It so really was. now let's get some ladies on the table. I really don't even know. I don't know what there to say not- without injecting any opinions because there's no trends to know. Yeah, in a I was music just going to say. It's like a story music video. There's no trends. A G-Friend song came out on the second. The same day, we got Everglow, which came out with Reminiscence, and the single was called Dun Dun. First sound title of mm-hmm. the year with our Dun Dun. Yeah. Um, this was like Girl Crush sequins. I noticed the the racing flags in the music video felt like a thing. 
but I don't know if they were or mm. if they're just an aesthetic choice. Let's keep track. Keep we'll track. just, you know, um, see. But this the, is the first instance of racing flags. Let's see if it comes up. Let's again. see if it comes back because it it like struck Feels something like in me. Something that does. And there's also in this music video there are like a kind of swirly Lisa Frank colored like universe mm. kind of um, aesthetic that I feel like is in a lot of music videos this year. Mm. Um, on the fourth, we had a girl group debut. Signature debuted with Nunu Nana, um, which we covered on the support girl groups episode support girl groups 2020 episode. So I didn't pull a clip, but that's another sound title to yes. check an onomatopoeia on the fifth Luna. It's not really an onomatopoeia. Well, it is. Things, it's just a nonsense it's, sound. It's a sound. Um, on the fifth Luna came out with hash. I learned that's how you pronounce oh, the name not of hashtag. the album. It's called hash. And the single was so what? The concept of this one was girls stomping all over the world. Yeah. And uh, trend to note, there's denim Lukes. Yes. In the music video. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of good denim this year. I feel like that could be a facet of the cowboy agenda, but this doesn't read cowboy No. There, however, if there was a Venn diagram, there would be, there overlap. Would be some overlap. Absolutely, there would be overlap. Um, uh, on the 6th, Icon uh, put out an album, I Decide, and the single was Dive. to mix releases with news this was a slightly controversial album in that it contained some songs that had the voice of bi who Mm -hmm. is no longer in icon cowboy agenda harmonicas and flamenco guitar in this song which i am counting as cowboy agenda oh okay sure it's i think it all sort of like together spaghetti westerny yes Mm -hmm. i think it all goes together somehow also Red Lukes. Red Lukes. Not they're exactly not suits. red suits, but they're all red attire. Full, and it's like a full red is yeah. what I'm noticing. Not just like outfits where red is the pop of color. It's like mm-hmm. full red outfits. Yeah, head to toe. Um, on the 10th, the boys put out an album called Reveal, and the single was also called Reveal. concept of this one was werewolf boys so they were wearing leather pants and flowy pirate shirts yeah they looked great they did look great they did look great um conversations to be had later stay tuned on the 10th same day (laughs) the same day and it's still february rocket punch came out with red punch and the single is called bouncy Um, this very much reminds me of old school K-pop. Mm-hmm. There's like matchy 
matchy but not matching outfits in the music yeah. video and it's like bright colors and there's like cereal like sitting in like food it's like a, it feels it's all on a sound stage and so it, and it feels very set like and there's like cartoon letters and it feels like there are many like I can think of like a top music video and like a few girl group music videos actually and several boy groups that all have those like comic let like pop art right style aesthetic and that is what this is yes but also just a thing to note or a question to ask and maybe it is a larger generational question than a 2020 question but cheerleader screaming and girl group music I feel like is kind of a must right now yeah and I wonder I won't say definitively we should check but I feel like itsy might have revived that trend because like after school youth used to do it so it's not like they invented it but it feels like it's revived yeah, Itzy, I feel like definitely maybe was the biggest push of it because it is so essential to their vibe. But I would say like the Blackpink, like that is sure. their, their soundbite. Um, however, I feel like it doesn't factor in to Blackpink's music the way it does with Itzy and other girl groups like this Rocket Punch song. Yeah, and even the Luna song, the Everglow one, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fun because it's very fun to scream along to. It's just a thing that I've noticed yeah. in this, like, generation. That mm-hmm. Not specifically screaming. a 2020 trend, but a newer generational trend. Yeah. Kind of like sex harnesses. Exactly. <laughs> Note it all for the history, guys. Okay. On the 12th, Pentagon released Universe, The Black Hall, and the single was Dr. Bebe. Hey, Dr. Bebe. Emo Pentagon. Yeah, Dark Pentagon. Inksty Tummies is one of the notes that I wrote. Because mm. there are tummies, but they're sad. But they're sad tummies. Because they're having a hard time with yeah. Dr. Bebe or whatever is happening in that song. Yeah, I don't know. Yanon wasn't back, so I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Trends of note. Uh, there's a at the beginning of it. All right. Cool. <laughs> Next. On the 12th, card. Same day. Same day. Card. Red Moon. Single also called Red Moon. The concept of this one seemed to be like glamour yes and like high fashion fashion, but trendy crushed earth toned velvet Mm. and um also fashion fashion bangs (laughs) and finger waves yes bm had some finger waves in one of the in one little clip of that which um i love the male finger waves i don't know if that's really like a full-on trend well i guess um, if we count it in with the finger curl, if, with the little curlies, because mm-hmm. I feel like there is some overlap there. A general a hair general sculpting, hair sort sculpting. of. Yes, yes. Which interestingly, remember in our 2000s episode, we talked about how people the had so sculpting. many crazy hairs. The sculpting yeah. of the hair was so wild. Where, uh, however, ooh, this is 
Interesting, interesting analysis. Back then, the sculptures were reaching greater heights, like we've architectural feats, Mm -hmm. right, of engineering. And now everything's real low to the ground, right? Right. Like we are keeping it grounded and more simple, flat, close to the face, Mm -hmm. and durable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the choreo is much harder these days. Can't True. Knock the hair down. And so is life. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, on the 13th, AB6 put out an album called Fivenally. And this mm. was like a concept album where all five members did a solo track. So I didn't cool. pull any clips, but I just thought I would note it because yeah, that's cool. That's neat. All right. On the 14th, on Valentine's Day, Monster X put out their English debut, All About Love. It contained uh, five previously released English singles um, and then a bunch of new ones. We're not going to play a clip, even though it pains me to say that, because there were enough U.S. releases, English releases, like trying to get radio play here in the U.S., mm-hmm. That we're going to come back to it in a whole episode. Yes. So, so just of historical note... Monster X, all about love. Album of the year in my heart, if it was up for contention. No opinions right now. <laughs> On the 15th, another thing that's always important to note in K-pop history um, is when K-drama soundtracks capture the hearts of the public and become number one hits. So from the drama Crash Landing on You, I use song I Will Give You My Heart uh, spent a week at number one. That was a very popular drama this year and it had a bunch of songs on the uh, soundtrack that charted but Ayu got the number one on the 17th eyes one released bloom eyes and the single was called fiesta um on the 18th Dreamcatcher released dystopia the tree of language and the single is scream Dreamcatcher, one of a kind. Yeah, my note, re- my note for it was a whole vibe, nothing else like it. Like, I, there's, what could you even say? They, they are doing their own thing, yep. entirely, and they kill at it. Okay, on the twentieth, Wikimiki put out a pre-release to their upcoming album, and the single was called Dazzle Dazzle. Oh, I want it more. For this one, no 2020 trends to know. Yeah. Honestly, it even feels like leftover 2019 trends in mm-hmm. its color palette. Um, and it was in February, so it was still sort of like the trend. I feel like the 2020 trends don't really get started until like for it, sure. the second quarter. We'll really see them. For sure. Blossom. Uh, Blossom with the spring. <laughs> <laughs> on the next day, on the 21st, BTS released Map of the Soul 7, and the single is on. 
This was the music video where they have the drum line and they're mm. dancing in the big empty reservoir and it's dope as fuck. Also, it's not a trend, but I had to note it for the sake of the podcast and that this music video has a ton of nip slips. And so I just must always... We got to call those out. Points for nip slips. Always. On the 24th, Ravi from Vix released a solo album called El Dorado. Wait, it does have a 2020 trend. The... Oh, 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 yes. Oh, whoa. whoa. Also, the... (laughs) What is the ABC? Okay, so I have to say this, and I'm sorry if anybody like can't unhear it once they know this, but if you watch Hulu, if you watch any shows on ABC, the little sting they play before it goes, and whenever I hear this song and they do that, I think of the ABC intro. Every single time. Yeah. Every single time. And now I think of that every time I hear that song, but Sorry. it's okay. Sorry if that makes you think of it every single time, listener. All right. On the 24th, Ravi from Vix put out his first solo album. It is called El Dorado, and the single was called Rockstar. <laughs> concept of this one is like boys with four wheelers mm-hmm. for the music video but cowboy agenda leather jacket with very long fringe yeah nothing underneath it of course because Ravi is a hot boy yeah he is a hot boy he's such he's so hot <laughs> anyway on the 25th news item important to us Woo Young from 2pm was finally discharged from the military and our year where every discharge made us lighter and happier than the last began. It began. It began <laughs> with the light, a light of our lives. Woo Young. Returning to us. Haven't gotten anything out of 2 p.m., but uh, we'll talk about Haley, that. Haley, we shot our season time. screenings. Yeah, well. <laughs> another time. Another time. <laughs> On the 27th of February, a boy group debut. This is a boy group called MCND, and their debut album is called Into the Ice Age, and the single is called Ice Age. So from what I could gather from this MCND debut is that they're mostly dressed like in that um, approachable, nice debuted boy group way where they're wearing like oversized street clothes and like yeah. headbands or they're wearing those like Versace pattern jackets and they're in like a gas station and it's snowing. Oh, bless you. Um, yeah. So it's a boy group. They're doing, it's a boy group debut and they're going soft to start. Yeah, they're going nice. Nice like, boy. Yeah, nice As opposed boy. to mm-hmm. sex harness boy. Yeah, no overt 2020 trends in this one. Uh, but welcome, MCND. March, on the first, Crashy debuted. We talked about them in the Support Girl Groups episode. Go back. On the third, S-Coops from 17 announced on VLive that he would be resuming activities. Woo-hoo! Woo! Welcome back. On the 6th, NCT 127 released Neozone, and the single is Kick It. 
Um, I wrote that the concept for this one is martial arts and nudity. True. Um, and I also wrote that Mark's chonky highlights are no longer shocking from here in November. Yes. However, I will note that I blame Mark and these chonky highlights. No, I don't blame Mark. He has no say in it. The poor boy's hair is always a train wreck. I blame whoever keeps train wrecking his hair. The poor boy needs a better hairstylist. He always gets the bad, insane hairstyles that's true and these chonky highlights were fucking gross and now they're everywhere to the point where even my show new has them now <laughs> i know and it's upsetting for sure so thanks sm thanks sm for, for everything um on the 6th of march concert cancellations for coronavirus start pouring in bts cancels their soul shows so do red velvet and nct and that ball starts rolling on the 8th, Vic Tun came back with Continuous, and the single is called Howling. Shout out to AMAK meme manager Mara. She loves Vic Tun. Yes. This music video gave me such deep second gen boy group vibes. They're like on the shiny ring ding dong yeah. roof and like it looked like infinite videos the way that they're like being mm-hmm. emo in houses. I don't know. Anyway, it just like gives me feels for old school, old school times. Yeah. Good, beautiful jackets. And oh, music video as well. Ones. But this is not the time for opinions. Right. Moving on. Um... On the ninth, this, this ice cream. Truck I'm sorry. Is Hi, I live my in Los Angeles, and there are ice cream trucks in my neighborhood constantly. No, Siri, I'm not talking to you. You know what? We're lucky that there's only one. Sometimes, <laughs> Sometimes there's two, dueling. and they're dueling. Um. Okay. On the ninth, Taeyeon was supposed to come back with Happy, but she canceled her comeback because her father unexpectedly passed away. Um. So that comeback didn't happen. Also on the 9th, Itzy released It's Me, and the single was Wannabe. Um, I wrote, how does one even categorize this one? This song, I don't know. It's an itsy song. And I feel like they're sort of a category of their own. Um, They are this, yeah, this like sort of brash, almost like a marching band style pop. Yeah. And I also noted that this one, like the chorus has like a real like rock guitar Mm -hmm. driving the whole chorus, which is very interesting as well. Yeah. It's just very grand sounds. Yeah. Um, Okay. On the 14th of March, Wano from formerly of Monster X was officially cleared of all of his drug charges, which was a great win for justice. Yes. Um, another on the 20th, Jackson Wang from God seven put out a single called 100 ways discuss on an English release episode on the 20th as well. Another, uh, smash OST that has to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Itaewon class was a popular drama that had a ton of soundtrack songs in the top 10, but one that spent a significant amount of time 
at number one is called Start Over by Gaho. Very popular drama, Itaewon class. Park So June. Um, on the 24th, Kong Daniel released an album called Cyan, and the single is To You, number two, letter U. Yeah, so Kong Daniel was totally going puffy jacket boyfriend Luke for this mm-hmm. comeback. Yeah, soft and groovy. He had blue hair. Mm-hmm. Hijinks in a movie theater is what you wrote in these notes. And as we were just watching that clip, I gotta ask, did SM completely rip this concept off for Beckyon's Candy? Because I think the answer is yes. Yeah, it really seems <laughs> like it is. Like, like it's- the co-ed backup dancers... The hijinks in the theater, the puffy jacket, uh huh, the tracksuit. Wow. I don't know if Kong Daniel's wearing a tracksuit in it, but it has tracksuit vibes. Yeah, it really does have tracksuit vibes. Just saying. Interesting. This anyway. was the fourth best-selling single of the quarter. Wow. You go, Kong Daniel. Um, Give your CEO a pat on the back. <laughs> oh, it's him. <laughs> um, on the twenty fourth, one the same day, one us put out. In its time, and the single is called A Song Written Easily. Uh, this is flowy pirate shirts and chokers in nature. But this song includes two of the musical trends in that it is a whistle song and it has woes. Whoa, whoa, woes in the chorus. Uh, so that's one us. The next day on the 25th, BTS's US tour or world tour was officially postponed, which then set off a uh, domino effect yes. of... All the tours being postponed. On the 26th of March, Winner put out a pre-release called Hold. Um, yeah, this was just like a very fun con like it was like a sweet nerd concept. The actual album art for the single has all four of them in like ugly sweaters and bowl cuts with that school background and they're like sitting in a line like holding each other's waist. Cute. And doing like the awkward smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like a very fun, like pre-release <laughs> cheeky little thing from winter. Um and then on the 30th of March, last thing we have for the quarter. We did it. We did it. Exo Suho released his first uh, solo album called Self Portrait, and the single was Let's Love. Um, yeah, so this is just, it's not a trend, but it's worth noting that 
Suho made an early 2000s adult contemporary masterpiece. It reminds me of everything. When I worked at Bath and Body Works in 2007, Suho's album would have fit perfectly on the store <laughs> rotation. And I say that is the highest of compliments. But yeah, it was a, that was his uh, off to the military mm-hmm. release. Yes. And it takes us to the end of the quarter. So thank Woo! you, dear leader. We did it. All right. So that's the recap. I hope everybody was taking notes. <laughs> Yeah, keep notes because uh, we're going to come back to some of these things on our upcoming end of the year spectacular. Yeah, uh, and we'll be right back with the random game. All right, we're back. And today we got a subunit, specifically the, a subunit of Block B, yes. and that is the Bastars. Is that really how you say it? Ba, Bastaj. Okay, fast stars. Yeah. Um, And this is B-Bomb, Yuquan, and Mm P.O. from Block B. And they debuted with their first mini album called Conduct Zero in 2015. Um, That first single was produced by their bandmate Zico. And then the other members wrote subsequent releases. They've put out three full EPs. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one peaked at number three. It debuted at number three. Or debuted at number three. And they have, the first one was in 2015. Then they came out with one the following year. Excuse me. Then they came out with one the following year in 2016. And then their last EP came out in 2019. Um, and I think that that's their most recent release. Yes, that's their most recent release. Um, and they have also made a Japanese debut shortly after their initial Korean debut. Yeah, um, they did a song last year called From Soul that I like very much. Um, but the music video that we're going to be watching today is their debut music video, Zero for Conduct, uh, with 8.9 million views from 2015. Yeah, the EP is called Conduct Zero, but the title track is called Zero for Conduct. That sounds like they're bad boys. Dun, dun, dun. Here, right, we go. here we go. Well, they are called bastards. Bastards. Oh, we've got handcuffs, black and white, cobwebs, and uh, chains. Have I heard this song before? Maybe. Okay, there's like girls in lingerie. Oh, lots of girls in lingerie. Yeah, okay, so this is... Uh, very much like tough, cool guy vibe. Casino gangster stuff. Yeah. And then just ladies in lingerie. Oh, Ooh. I guess because it's kind of like how, like when you work in like a drug cartel, you have to do your work in your underwear so that they can tell that they're you're, that not, you're not stealing. stealing anything. So like, but these girls are working in like. A slaughterhouse. They were meat, like chopping meat in clear plastic things with their boobies underneath. We got a fur hat on. I don't know who's who because I don't really know anything about Block B. I know that one of that. I'm pretty sure that Po is the one that has that giant Mm. neck tattoo of a bat, but I don't know if he had it in 2015. It doesn't appear. Or if it was covered. Doesn't appear that he does. 
I know that aside from Pio, the other two are their main dancers. One of the men in this is very hot. That really big hat is really yes. wild. It's I like was a just chef thinking the hat. same thing. Like a very large floppy beret. That one, he's hot. Who doesn't have a shirt on under his yeah. jacket. Wait, was that a neck tattoo? That's what I'm saying. Pio? I can't tell. They aren't showing anybody long enough. No, you know what it? The hat looks like one of those, um, you know, those like old like Renaissance like portraits of royalty and stuff, and they would wear like the most absurd like pompous, yes. flowy things. But it looks like one of, something out of a painting, for sure. Yeah, this one that's being the DJ. He's hot. Don't be acting like a loser. I mean... Is he drinking blood out of a champagne glass? That's disgusting. Wow. One of these guys is just holding a torch and, like, waving it at the camera. Menacingly. Oh, yeah. Vampire. Oh, they're full vampires. Oh, wow. Crime vampires. Why not? I guess that's why they're always in the dark at night. Oh, that Mm. one's wearing a scary hockey mask. Why? Wow. Well, literally vampires because they ended with biting a woman's neck. That was Bastars. Yes, it was. And that brings us to the end of the episode. And we haven't done a regular episode in so long. I I forgot that this is when we do recommendations. It is when we do recommendations. And I had a recommendation. Oh, I remember what it is. If you guys have not watched Kai, the movie extravaganza, the film, the art house film teaser that is his album preview. That's my recommendation. Right. It's like six and a half minutes long and it's stunning from start to finish. Every frame is gorgeous and every song is going to be great. It's out Very for excited. the people listening to this. Oh, that it's out tonight. It's out already. <gasps> so they. That's my recommendation. They have then. more that we than oh we God. have. Wow, I'm jealous of the future <laughs> people because I over here am just going to live with my projector sized version of this art film, but you get to listen to the to album. the whole thing, and maybe there's even more video oh content. Wow, uh, you're so lucky, future people. I hope you're watching all of it because Kai is amazing. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I feel like that's probably good. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there's anything. But I'm absolutely 100% blanking. Chunga's English release. If you're yeah, but we're going to talk about it. But we'll talk about it another time. Either. So, yeah, we're going to cover everything. So I'm trying to think is like a sort of show that I watched or something that isn't. Oh, something that's not like a song. a music release that I could recommend. 
I guess I haven't watched any, so maybe recommendation for myself, but apparently they've recently put Key's Keychin show, like, up fully Ooh, subbed and stuff. Amazing. Because people have been talking about the, like, Mino episode, and I was like, wasn't that, like, two years ago? But everybody's talking about it like it's fresh, and I think they, like, have, mm. now that Shiny's back and everyone gives a shit again, they're, like, putting the things back yeah, up well, with the subs. Yeah, well, we can talk about the fact that Shiny's back. Yes, I it mean, is. our recommend, another, a secondary recommendation can be for shiny's new v live channel yeah they need more subscribers they haven't had a v live channel long enough and if you're a newbie k-pop fan who has only ever known timin as a solo artist or a super m hyung then you must (laughs) immediately tune in to Shiny's V Live channel. Watch literally anything. I don't care. Something right. that has all of them. You need to see, you need to know who Baby Cheese is. Right. It's blasphemous to me. Right. That people don't. I understand why. I understand why it happened. Exactly. Sure. But I don't like it. Uh huh. And they won't stand for it. So if you're a fan of Super M or Timin and you've never seen him with his brothers, then go watch their V-Lives immediately. Yes. (laughs) That's what you should do. Um, All right. Next week, it's time for Q2. So get ready for that. And if you would like to uh, see us in the meantime. We can be found at AMAKpoppod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Patreon.com slash AMAKpoppod. We just put up our November episode, which yes. is a 17 stage outfit spotlight. And we love to do stage outfit spotlights. And I worked really hard on the slideshow. So check it out. Yes, please For only do. $3, <laughs> it can be yours. All yours. Um, and we have a voicemail, 181 5 amakpoppod at gmail.com okay cool ask me all keep up the podcast on youtube p.o box 26096 los angeles california 90026 and those are all the places discord discord linked in the bio of instagram i mean uh yeah of instagram and twitter all those places so check it out yeah we'll see you next week for q2 so excited to keep recapping this overwhelming ass year with you guys Bye. Bye. your inspiration. Oh my God, I'm coming back in after the episode. If you stayed in, then you get this beautiful bonus. But I realized a thing that I could recommend that I have to recommend, which is Ace went on that wonderful Andromeda channel that's winning in my heart for coolest new channel of the year or whatever. And they sang a twice medley and it's fucking amazing. They're amazing. They're so good at singing. I already turned off my mic so, so I'm just, just come over, over to say Ace is incredible vocals and I spent a very long time showering Shannon with every vocal mm-hmm. cover that I could find of theirs. They're beautiful and I like them very much. 
Thank you. Feel free to send us ace things. I'm sure there's something that we've missed buried deep in there. But... I know I've recommended this on the Discord before, but if you've never watched the Take Me Higher music video, you need to watch it immediately. It has soft crop tops and it's a great song. Absolutely. Okay, now we're done for real. 